This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. We are out of room. Mayor Adams warns migrants might sleep on NYC streets while defending shelter evacuation. It's Wednesday, October 25th, and this is your New York Daily News. Wednesday's forecast calls for mostly cloudy skies in New York City, with a high near 74 and a low near 59. Before today's top story, the story around an apartment Mayor Adams co-owns in Brooklyn's Prospect Heights neighborhood took another turn Tuesday as he said he will keep his stake in the unit after all because it makes for a great investment now that he has made the area safe. I don't know if you realize it, but Prospect Heights is now a hot place to own property. Adams said at City Hall when asked why he revealed last week he has decided to maintain his ownership in the co-op unit on Prospect Place. A spokesman for Adams would not say exactly how the mayor believes he made the neighborhood safer. The Prospect Heights pad first drew scrutiny during the 2021 mayoral campaign when reports raised concern about Adams having for years failed to list his co-ownership of the unit in mandatory financial disclosure forms. At the time, Adams blamed the situation on Sylvia Cowan, a good friend he said he bought the apartment with in 1988. He said he gifted his co-op share to her in 2007, but that she had failed to file paperwork to reflect the transfer. And New York City is once again without a lead czar. Jasmine Blake, who was appointed in April to spearhead the Adams administration's efforts to root out the toxic heavy metal from residential buildings, quietly stepped down from that position last month, the Daily News has learned. Her resignation as citywide lead compliance officer, or lead czar, came as she was tapped to serve as a resettlement director at the city's public hospital system, a spokesman for Mayor Adams confirmed this week. Blake's new role is focused on helping with resettlement efforts at city sites, including shelters, servicing the tens of thousands of mostly Latin American migrants who have arrived since last year, according to the spokesman. Meantime, the lead czar post has been sitting empty, and Adams implemented a hiring freeze across the city government on October 1st, citing budgetary constraints driven by the migrant crisis. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Mayor Adams said Tuesday that more than 100 migrants were housed in a Manhattan shelter even though it ultimately was found to be unsafe because the city has few options and that New Yorkers could soon see migrants sleeping on the streets. We are out of room, Adams said. The removal of migrants Monday from the shelter at the old Turo College building on the west side was prompted by an FDNY inspection that found it didn't have a functioning fire safety system in place. At a news briefing Tuesday, Adams said the migrant crisis has become so dire in the city that it isn't a matter of if people will be sleeping on the streets, it's when. What we are concerned about is we are going to run out of places, and you're going to start to see people sleeping on the streets, he said, later adding, this is going to hurt, and it's not going to be pretty.
Regarding the situation at the Turo building and vacate orders at migrant shelters, Adams said migrants aren't going to be put in places where a life-threatening issue exists and that the city wouldn't violate safety laws. Fire alarms have been out of service at the Turo shelter for months. Adams' chief of staff, Camille Joseph Varlak, said the city put in place mitigating strategies like hiring people to serve as fire guards during that time period. When the FDNY returned to conduct additional inspections, Varlak said they found the city's safety measures insufficient. Shelters such as the one at Turo were initially viewed as stopgaps for housing migrants, according to one administration official. When FDNY inspectors examined the facility, they did so with that in mind. But after three months, when it became clear it was no longer functioning in a temporary capacity, the inspectors opted to shut it down, the official noted. The Turo facility is one of several city-run sites the fire department has slapped with vacate orders due to safety violations. Another site on that list includes St. John's Villa Academy, a shuttered Staten Island school that was the target of anti-migrant protests for weeks. Adams wouldn't say Tuesday how many migrant shelters have received similar vacate orders from the fire department. The controversy over where and how to shelter migrants has been boiling over for months. Adams has projected the migrant crisis will cost the city $12 billion by 2025 and has said it will destroy the city if not addressed properly. At turns, he's taken swipes at both President Biden and the state government for not doing enough to help the city. On Tuesday, his deputy mayor, Ann Williams-Isom, directed her own frustration at the state government, noting that it has only accepted about 20 families as part of its migrant resettlement program, a drop in the bucket when considering the more than 120,000 migrants who've arrived to the city since last year and more than 60,000 remain in city care. She added that the city has referred over 100 families to the state program and that about 75 units are now available. Mayor Adams voiced his own frustrations Tuesday. He told reporters he wants ideas from anywhere on the globe about how to help address the crisis and suggested his administration hold a roundtable with those who have great ideas that think they know how to solve this problem. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.